Welcome to another profile of a Sacramento startup founder. Today I'm with Vitali. Vitali, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and your background, and then we'll dive into your startup. Great. Well, uh, my name is Vitali Markalov. I'm the founder of Renter Inc. Well, the website is renterinc.com. And a little bit about myself. I'm a landlord myself, and I have a couple rental units. And um, a couple years ago, I had a bad tenant that um, cost me about $10,000 uh, $10, in total um, because of uh, back rent and eviction and uh, property damages. And I realized that the current tools that landlords have or are using are not, uh, are not good enough for landlords anymore in this day and age. There's a lot of different ways that um, bad tenants can go around the system and not show up in a credit report or eviction report. So I've uh, created Renter Inc. and basically it's a, an additional tool that landlords can use to, uh, to screen tenants a lot better than what the, the current tools. So this idea came about from, <clears throat> excuse me, a personal pain that you had as a landlord. So you're, you're basically taking the idea you had for yourself and, and taking it to the world. Definitely. I mean, this is something that um, I came about because I'm, I was, um, I'm a landlord and this is something that is dear to, dear to my heart. It's not an idea that somebody else came up with. This is something I want to help uh, my fellow landlords uh, in an area and nationwide. Uh, it's going to help me. So mm. that's why I'm doing it um, because it's going to help me and other landlords. Did you have any other experience in, in startups or entrepreneurship before launching this? No, I don't have any kind of startup experience. I've started attending these startup events and just when I started okay. the startup. Okay. So I, I have a business degree, but mm -hmm. that doesn't teach you anything right. about startups. <laughs> right. right. So, so it's a lot of learn as you go kind yep, of thing, right? Exactly. So how, tell me about how you got um, found a team to work with and and how you initially validated your idea, found that there was a market, that kind of a, the initial. Uh, journey starting out on the on renter yeah so uh, first um, I did this as a part-time thing after work um, and the way I validated the idea is uh, there's a in rental industry there's this website called biggerpockets.com and basically this is where a lot of rental um, industry is chatting it's a big forum you can ask a lot of questions so I asked them, hey, is there other ways that people can predict if a bad tenant is about, you know, about to be in your rental unit? And a lot of people say it sounds too good to be true. There isn't a place, a central database where people can, can share information about their previous tenant. A lot of it has to do with uh, current regulations. A lot of it has to do with the fact that you can't have a blacklist on, on someone. Um, okay, so I'm saying, okay, well, there's got to be a better way than that. And it took me about six months. I actually had a couple uh, attorney friends who were helping me through it. I did most of the work, researched a lot of regulation, FCRA compliance and uh, FCC compliances. And I, and I brought them a bunch of papers and said, hey, I think there's a way that we can do this legally. It'll help uh, landlords and it also will protect tenants at the same time if we do it this way and they looked through it they uh, one of them was very helpful I mean it cost me about thousand dollars because they're so expensive but um, I was able to validate validate that this is something that can be legally done that was the number one mm -hmm. thing 
once I figure out that this can be legally done, I went on and um, started asking a lot of landlords, contacted the landlords, property managers, and uh, went to all these forums that where landlords hang out and said, hey, if there was a thing like this, would you use it? Or how much would you pay? And a lot of people said, hey, this sounds too good to be true, but if you can do it, great. We would use it. We, we would use it because it costs people a lot of money to, uh, to evict people or there's a lot of times landlords pay out land, uh, t bad tenants just for them to leave. Mm. So that costs a lot of money. So for them to pay 50, uh, 50 bucks, 20 bucks for a report that will prevent them uh, from not renting to a bad tenant, they're willing to pay for it. And landlords are the ones who have the money usually, um, well, big landlords. But so we have a, we have a really good revenue um, model there because they're paying customers. That mm -hmm. They could be paying customers. Um, some of the some of the uh, other validations were when we actually built uh, the product and we launched it. A lot of landlords come to us and say, "Hey, we didn't even think this existed. This could exist, but looks like you guys are doing it. We love it." Um, they're asking their other landlord friends to join, write reviews about their bad tenants or good tenants, so nobody else would uh, um, would rent to them. And then there's also people who write good reviews also. But right now has been mostly bad reviews. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so I mean, right now we're in one our second year of a startup. Right now I'm doing that full time, and uh, we're at the point where we're growing. We have uh, companies looking to integrate with us, and we're at a point where we're we can't move forward without a big amount of investment. Mm -hmm. So. So you said you took like six months to do just uh, due diligence and, and market validation? Oh yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, I wasn't gonna start something and then fail. Um, well, there's a big chance one out of uh, one out of uh, 10 startups succeed. So there's still a chance that we would fail, mm -hmm. but I wanted to minimize it to as, as much as possible. But six months was the first validation was is this legal? Can this be legally done? Because that, that is the number one thing that people are asking. Hey, is this legal? Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah, it took me a while to do that. And then about six months um, to develop the, the beta version. Was we, that a website or a software as a service? Or what's the main platform? Yeah, it's a website right now because landlords, we did the research. Most landlords are um, 40 to um, 60 years old. So they are not into cell phones yet so so well, i'm in that demographic i use my cell phone i know but you're you're in startups <laughs> but yeah um that's where i felt comfortable because that's my background i'm, mm -hmm. I'm a front-end developer oh, okay so i feel comfortable with websites and then once we can prove the model in websites i mean we can take that and convert it into an app mm -hmm. but right now we're working on so who, tell us a little bit about your team. What have you got? I, we were here at uh, One Million Cups event at Hacker Lab, mm -hmm. and you had a slide about your team. Um, really kind of an impressive team with uh, some of the people on your, uh, I think it was your board. Um, talk about who you've got in your, in your dugout, so to speak. Yeah. So um, one of the biggest things that I learned through reading startup books and podcasts is that uh, you can't do it yourself. So team is very important. And not just the team, but people who's, who've done it before. So one of the first things I did was I went on Angel List, and I created a profile, and I submitted a couple of um, equity-only positions 
that people would join. And people look around and I, I get about 20, 20 different applicants per day from, from um, AngelList alone. And I have to, I mean, a lot of them are just not qualified. So, but it shows that that website is very good at acquiring people who are looking for equity mm. uh, type of um, employees. So I was able to uh, get one of the guys, AJ, he used to work for Glassdoor. Uh, he was one of, one of the first marketing directors there in 2008. So he wants to join us just because he saw us on, uh, on AngelList. And then um, I, I've been part of startup community here. I, uh, I met Oleg, who was part of uh, Sarda. He's a landlord himself. He likes the idea. He wants to be an advisor on it all. So he takes a little chunk of the company too. Uh, just because he's, he's done it before, he knows the industry, and I'm not willing to take like, hey, this is my company. I'm taking 100% of it, and I'm not giving anything to anyone. I want to build this as a product. And if there are people who've done it before and they can be very in instrumental into the company, I'm willing to give away chunks of the company because I know that it'll cost me a lot more in my mistakes. So um, there are a couple other advisors uh, on the team. There are developers. Uh, developers, we pay a very small fee because they're uh, outsourced and they're, um, I mean, I used my own money. I spent about 30,000 of my mo own money right now for developers uh, overseas. 10 to 15 bucks an hour compared to 70 to 100 mm -hmm. bucks an hour here so um, the team was very important but we're still looking for more people we're still looking for those people that have done a startup before and know the ins and outs of it so we, do, we don't waste our money and time and effort on things that um, just waste okay. yeah. so what stage are you at right now as far as your development you've got a product out there uh, an MVP at least mm -hmm. uh, you've gone through some beta testing it sounds like if not more mm -hmm. what stage are you at as far in your development and what are you looking for as far as funding and whatnot yeah so we are um, we are uh, launching our first uh, second version of our website that will have a integration with a huge database that will give us about 55 million records um, and that's going to be in January once we're done with that uh, we have three partners um, that are planning to integrate with our system that will allow us to pull in a lot of a lot of more um, uh, records so we're basically um, at a point where we're looking for 240,000 in in order for us to help us um, grow and basically we need that money to go to pay this genius AJ who used to work at uh, Glassdoor he's gonna explode this thing in Sacramento um, so marketing to all the landlords and property managers in our area. Also, it's going to go to uh, development and integrations. Those are really expensive pieces of uh, uh, connections because we're going to be part of mainstream tenant screening software companies. They're going to be using hundreds of uh, hundreds of different uh, what do you call it um, requests per day. And so we need to upgrade our infrastructure, our servers, so they won't crash or anything like that. So we need... You got to scale up. We got to scale up because these are main main guys. I mean, um, they have... One of them said they have 45 million records. So uh, we already have 55, 45 million. And then two other ones, a little smaller one. I think one of the other ones has about 25 million records. So 
we're going to be the hub of all of this information um, and we need the money in order to be able to not embarrass ourselves right we need to have a product that uh, will work for them and then in the end other tenant screening companies will come in and want to use us too and you're focused first on on sacramento I'm, I'm assuming and hoping at some point to scale out broader than sacramento mm -hmm. what's your what's your uh, dream or goal six months from now where do you hope to be so um we have a plan in six months uh in six months we'll have integrations with three major uh, databases that will put us a little over a hundred million uh, re um, reviews in uh not necessarily in our database, but access to it. So mm -hmm. we would be like a hub that would be able to search multiple databases. That, that's our goal. Uh, after six months, we're gonna have a API that will allow people from different uh, softwares, so a lot of landlords use different property management software, to be able to uh, submit reviews right from their software into our mm -hmm. database. That way they don't have to move, go away from their software and then come to our website and submit information. It'll automatically come because that information is already there. Um, so six months from now, we're gonna have a big database. In a, in a year, hopefully we're gonna uh, be able to raise another, uh, another round. So, yeah. Awesome, so talk about any uh, huge wins you've had so far. What are, well, some wins you've had and then maybe some of the biggest challenges or hurdles you've had to overcome. Um, Let's start with, <clears throat> basically in, the, in, the, in this year we were able to launch our um, beta version. We we're able to get, um, get into local newspapers and people talking about us, uh, radio um, shows, what we were invited to. We were part of the real estate um, investor group presented there too. So people are interested in it, so we're getting publicity out there. Um, we also have, partners who are willing to in, you know work with us where before people are like hey you know once you get to a certain point then it'll make sense for us too but right now people are starting to realize hey you know these guys know what they're doing we want to invest into them yeah you made it into comstock smag for uh startup of the month i yeah. think what month yeah. was that september september so mm -hmm. that's gonna be a pretty huge deal yeah yeah we got a lot of we we got a lot of hits from that and then uh, Sacramento News Interview contacted us and said, hey, you know, they wrote a lot of good stuff, but there's some people who might not be excited about your product because there's a lot of renters out there who are, don't want to... So was that a big, was that one of the biggest challenges you've had to face? Yeah, so there was a lot of um, negativity that, I guess, uh, came from that. It, it was mostly because people didn't really understand how our system also protects the, uh, the tenants. And we were able to, you know, retarget that and show to the tenant that, hey, this is actually good for you. Um, we also, um, the other biggest problem is um, we ran out of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I ran out of money. <laughs> so, That's probably a pretty common problem that a lot yeah, of startups yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. And then, but we were able to get a product out. We were able to get um, people to use it. So I think we're at the point where we can show investors that, hey, this is something that might be a big thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So any key, what are the biggest lessons learned so far for you? Um, you can't do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. No matter how much you want to keep 100% uh, of the company, it's not smart to do. 
Um, most people want to do that and get greedy, um, but it's all about connections and it's all about knowing uh, the right people who know how to do this stuff and reach out to them. I know there's a lot of people here in Sacramento who I can just come up to and ask them, hey, what do you think about this? And they're not like, oh, sign this document and I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, people are generally willing to help. So that, that's a really good thing. And I mean, if it wasn't for people in the startup community here, we would never even be heard mm -hmm. in Comstock or any of these places. So it's very important to know that startups are built in the community. It's like a it's a community project, right? You can't be yourself um, unless you have a lot of money, and most startup owners don't. Mm -hmm. So that's I think that would be the bi biggest lesson that we learn is uh, if there is a, a startup community in your city, definitely take a, take a uh, take everything you can out of that, mm -hmm. you know. And if there isn't, try to build one. Yeah. You know? So yeah. So you mentioned the startup community here in Sacramento. Um, Talk about about that. What do you think are some of the? You talked a little about some of the uh, the good aspects of it. Um, what about what else is good about the startup community here, and what do we need to grow and, and go to the next level here in Sacramento? Um, one of the biggest things I think for our startup uh, would be a reputable um, incubator program. Um, I know there are a couple of them here, but we kind of researched some of them and. We still feel that if we're gonna be in an incubator, we wanna be in a, in, in a top-notch incubator um, where we'll be able to spend six weeks or so. So a lot of times that would mean somewhere in the Bay Area because we're so close. Um, so I wanna, what I wanna see in Sacramento is to have a professional, very top-notch incubator program in the future where we don't have to drive to the Bay Area to be part of an incubator, we would be able to do it mm -hmm. here. And one of the biggest reasons is we don't really have the money here in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. There's two or three venture capital uh, companies here in Sacramento compared to, you know, how many mm -hmm. in the Bay Area. So um, I think the other thing would be, um, I guess it's just, there's just not that many startups here. We're just a small city here compared to the Bay Area, which is, dominating everything that's happening i mean it's the net it's national world known area for that mm -hmm. and we're just you know two three hours away so nobody really cares about us everybody just goes there so i'd love to get maybe uh some kind of government um assistance i know um sacramento's trying to do the self-driving cars now and they're trying to grow our startup community here and i'd love to see that grow, okay. you know so so any advice for other uh, startup uh, founders, entrepreneurs, uh, maybe just starting on their journey or, or maybe not quite as far along as you are? What do you have, experience can you have to give to them? Most people say startups will consume your life, and it's true. Um, but if you, learn, uh, if you learn to manage your time wisely, you're able to do it. So a lot of people are scared of getting into startup because they know that it's going to be their baby, it's going to be their life. Mm -hmm. But if you are good with your money and you're good with your time uh, and you know how to manage your time wisely, then this is something that you can do. And I've learned it the hard way over a year. You know, um, the other thing is I would I would uh, I would say that 
startups are exciting. This is something that has been, um, I would say, like a, like my baby. You know, like when I was working at different companies, I worked for Apple, Intel, Sharp, these big companies. You go there, you create products, you you work in a great team, but it's not yours, and you don't have the feel for it. Whereas if you're doing something that you love and you feel like you're doing something for the greater uh, good for other people, you have passion for that. And that's the kind of lo- uh, that's the kind of life I want to live. I mean, we don't have that many years in our life, and I want to be part of something that I love rather than doing something that I just do because I get paid. So, good insight. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you'd like to share to wrap things up? I mean, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, uh, startup community, you're one of uh, the leaders here. And um, I just want to thank you guys for making that possible. And uh, I'd love to see what you guys have in the future and what our startup community, how good it's going to be in the future. Awesome. And we're likewise, we're hoping to see great things from you and Renter. So right. thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you.